Welcome to the Connect with County Leaders podcast, a monthly opportunity to meet and connect with Fairfax County leaders, to learn about the latest county news and information, and hear more on specific Fairfax County programs and services. Now here's your host, Jim Person, with this month's guest. Hello and welcome to Connect with County Leaders. On this month's show, we're joined again by Fairfax County Executive Brian Hill, and we're going to talk about several items and issues and topics, among them the county's strategic plan and its uh, progress. Also going to learn a little bit about budget and what's going on as we look forward to next year's budget presentation, I guess, but always work going on. Mr. Hill, thanks again for, for being with us on the Connect with County Leaders podcast. It's my absolute pleasure. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good, man. I have not seen you since the last time we recorded an, ish, uh, an episode. Yeah, it's been a busy month. I uh, had a couple travel uh, trips to uh, Philadelphia, sorry, Atlanta, not Philadelphia. I don't know why I'm thinking. <laughs> Different directions. I'm Philadelphia. <laughs> I, I, you know, I was thinking of Philadelphia this morning while yeah. I was doing my run. Um, I'm getting ready to go to a NACO conference, and their mm. city manager, and I'm not sure how they uh, term it. I'm not sure what the terminology right, is for right, his right. title. Um, reached out to me about the the you know the shooting that they mm. had there with the police officers. It's a crazy time in right. in the United States yeah. of America. So it's always it's always fascinating when I hear from my counterparts throughout right. uh, the country. But um, in in October. Um, I will be traveling to the 25 county uh, that are over a million million in population. Huh. Uh, there's, you know, so I'll be sitting there with right. folks from California and Minnesota and Texas, um, and Ohio has one, Columbus <laughs> County. Oh, no, okay. it's Franklin County is where Columbus is, and it's just a, uh, an opportunity to dialogue and talk about all okay. the things that we deal with as county executive administrators and managers. You know, the bigger jurisdictions, I assume, have the same issues but different in a regard because of the increased population size like Fairfax County? You know, well, in in the eastern portion of the United States, uh, which which is where we are, not the southeast, but the eastern, um, I look at Montgomery County and Fairfax County. Mm-hmm. Those are the only two from Virginia up through New Hampshire. Wow, that's people, true. Yeah. People say New York City. Well, New York City's boroughs. Mm. And there's five distinct boroughs, and they're not a part of a county. They're totally a city kind of mix. So mm-hmm. if you want to look at counties, you look at Nassau and Suffolk, but they don't have a million in population. Mm. And then when you go into the southeast quadrant, you, you look at Florida with Broward County, mm-hmm. and there's a couple others down there. And then you move into the Midwest. You have uh, one or two in Ohio, uh, one in Minnesota. You move to the south. Southwest, I guess, would be Texas. Mm-hmm. And then you have California. <laughs> right. Well, they have a lot, I assume. Uh, they do. They do. They they make up the populace. And um, Contra Costa County, I believe, is the largest in mm-hmm. area. I've heard about that one, yeah. And, you know, the, the, the amount of things that they deal with, that we deal with, are somewhat similar, but yet mm-hmm. very different. You know, in California, they have wildfires. Right, yeah. You know, Which, we're not going to have that here because right. we're so built. And we don't have forest, right. per se. So just listening and how they handle things also helps me and how we try to handle things here mm-hmm. to be more proactive as we move forward. 
if there was one thing you were going to share with them about something, you know, governing or being in, in, you know, in a jurisdiction with over a million people, what do you think you would you would offer or provide? Well, it's fascinating. Um, they have asked me to do a, a two or three hour talk on strategic planning because mm-hmm. they like what we do here in Fairfax County, and I'm still trying to get a, get a handle of where we're going uh, with the new board coming on. I, I mean, we are moving forward um, operationally and administratively. But we don't move forward until the board, the new board, gets right. to see what we are, where we are, what we do, and how we want to move, how they want us to move forward. Right. So I'm in a go position, but yet I'm going to be slowing down a bit come right. January to get everybody right. to see what what the what our what we believe is a good draft product. Right. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about that in a minute because I want to devote the the bulk of the time that that you have with us today to talk about strategic plan. But obviously, this is the September issue of Connect with County Leaders. When you think of September, you think of back to school. And I know I have noticed an increase in traffic with the school buses back on the roads and that kind of thing. So fall, back to school, kind of what you're thinking? Well, this morning I knew it was a lot of a lot of people on the road because I almost got hit once or twice while I was running. I was like, "Wow!" Uh, now I think I have to uh, maybe get up about another hour earlier to get oh, on the no. road so I can uh, get my road work. But in. you're sticking with the running, man. I'm I am. proud of you. For I that. am. I started running uh, March of this year. Yeah, that's and awesome. And I have not missed a day um, since. And that's if, it's, if it's not a run, it's a walk. Yeah, that's you awesome. Know? I, I can't get uh can't get out enough to play basketball, but when I do play it, that's as, that's fun as well. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I like to thank uh, Jeff Danick in the Jewish Community Center. Um, he he has given me the opportunity to play Wednesdays and Saturdays there, and I I try to take him up on mm-hmm. as much as can. And it's okay. it's not it's not um, a, a large fee to go in and do it, but um, it's something that I have to do. And I've met a couple of young people who work for the school district, mm-hmm. and. You know, one gentleman asked me point blank. He said, so, sir, what do you do for a living? I, said, <laughs> I had a firefighter shirt on. Okay. I said, I'm a fireman. <laughs> Interesting. I went somewhere one time, and I had a fire fire jacket on, and yeah. the guy said, hey, I run engine whatever, whatever, and loud, and what, are you, what company are you with? And I was like, uh, I don't know how to speak fire talk. I just have the jacket. <laughs> so. But uh, speaking of schools, the county and the schools have – really over the past couple of years since you've been here, have really gotten to have a what I would call a great relationship. Well, you know, with every great relationship, you also have challenges and opportunities that you need to, um, you need to, to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott Brabrand, the superintendent of the schools, and I, we talk at least once a week, if not twice a week. We go to dinner once a month, um, and we just put our, our cards on the table, and we talk frankly, um, but we walk out of every conversation on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll you'll be hearing some new um, things uh, with, with, with regards to Dominion Power and electric buses coming soon. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a good opportunity for us to promote what we do in Fairfax County, showcase that we have great schools, great teachers, great county leadership, and move us forward. And mm-hmm. that's what we're trying to do. We're just trying to put our best foot forward always and re- and be more proactive as opposed to reactive. Right. Man, you just set me up so perfectly. That's a great segue into the strategic plan. Talk about thinking proactively and not acting reactively. Strategic plan process, kind of something you initiated when you came on board as the new county executive. Kind of 
30 seconds a minute, kind of give us a little backfill, backstory on the strategic planning process idea, and then we'll kind of talk about where we are today going forward. Well, you know, I, I was in higher education um, about 12 years ago. I was not in local government. Um, when I transitioned into um, local government, I was in Beaufort County, South Carolina, and mm-hmm. they did what they thought was a strategic planning process. Um, and in my view, it was a good process, but they did not allow the budget to be associated with it. Hmm. It was more of an aspirational thing. And, you know, you when you're in Fairfax County or even in James City County, you have to move forward with the funding as well as the aspiration. Duh. So I thought there was a missing piece when yeah. I was in Beaufort. Yeah. And I'm going to say this to you. Um, Beaufort County is a beautiful place to be. They have a lot of great things going on there. We in James in James City County, they had a lot of great things going on there, and we tied it to the strategic plan and the budget. Now we're in Fairfax uh, tying it to the budget with the mass of what we have here mm. because the school system is a big portion of what we do. With the 1.2 million residents and provisioning of the services are a big thing of what we do. Stormwater is a big thing of what we do. Ensuring that we can provision the services necessary to, in, to allow our community to continue to thrive, that is huge. And mm-hmm. we have to continue being able to put things in perspective. There are going to be things that come out of the blue. We need to deal with those. But if we can just figure out what we should do. So basically, if we do one thing, I hope it helps about three to four other things right. to get going. And then we can do that pyramid, right. that inverted pyramid, to allow a lot of different things to be done as opposed to push, stop, and start, stop, and start. Right. And that's all we're trying to do is get, a, get us in a place where we can be more pr- pragmatic in our thought and allow us to be a little bit more bolder in how we do business and then move forward. Mm. So perhaps not the person or the agency with the strongest, loudest voice and the squeakiest wheel getting the, the, the budget and that kind of thing. It's a, it's a concentrated, uh, concerted effort to look at the, the whole picture of what the county needs and how it all fits together. I think this, the, the, the strongest, loudest voice will get what they need, but we have to comprehensively put it together as a team. Mm. And if we can work toward that as a team... I think all parties will get what they need and, and move us forward now. Mm-hmm. You might not get it tomorrow. It might be the next day or the day after. Mm. But you will get it once we can figure out what steps we need to put in place first and then second. I, I call it like connecting the dots. Mm. Okay. September is a um, uh, first word that came to my mind was a milestone month for the strategic plan. It's a, a big month. There are six, I believe, meetings that are called county conversations where residents and you know, business owners and, and people that live in Fairfax County can come to a meeting, can, can talk and learn about what's going on. What's, what's the purpose of these county conversations? Have I described it relatively accurately? Yes, sir. Um, the, the purpose specifically is to get out into the community. The Board of Supervisors would love to have the engagement of the community to ensure that we are doing it the right way and we are touching the right things. Mm. Um, there's sometimes we, me, as county executive, I see a problem, I say, I need to fix this. Mm-hmm. Well, who does it impact? It impacts the residents. How many residents? Well, I really don't know, but I know this is broken. So we are asking them, as well as the county board, 
of supervisors and anybody else, school member, school members, to come out and talk about how we're moving forward, what issues, what concerns, and to see if we have put a thing in place, a strategic plan in place that allows us, again, to move the county forward. Mm -hmm. uh, we have nine areas that were identified in the priorities in 2020 and beyond. Uh, we're shaping the future together, and that's the premise. Mm -hmm. We can't shape the future. We can't shape the future together without having people help us shape the, the, right. the future together. Right. If, the, if, the, if the county wants to shape it and the board wants to shape it, and the people don't shape it, that's not a good, that's not a good way mm -hmm. of doing it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to follow up on that and, and, and let you tell me as if I'm a resident exactly why you want me there. Why should I take my time to attend one of these meetings, September 16th in Burke, September 17th Falls Church, September 18th Chantilly, <laughs> the 19th in Reston, 23rd in Alexandria, 25th Tyson's Falls Church. Bottom line, what's in it for me as a resident why should I care if Fairfax County is doing a strategic plan? Well, you do live here, mm -hmm. and you want to see this continue to be a great place to live, work, and play. And to be a great place to live, to work, and to play, you need to be involved with how we move our county forward. It's as simple. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be a part of it, mm -hmm. you'll be either on September 16th in Burke or September 17th in Falls Church or the 18th in Chantilly, or in Reston on the 19th, Alexandria on the 23rd, and on September 25th, Tyson's Corner Falls Church. I will be probably at five, four or five of those meetings myself. I think mm -hmm. I have one conflict, mm -hmm. but it's important. It's important to the team to see the residents involved. It's important for the team to see me involved, and it's important for everybody to be involved because this is Fairfax County today. Mm -hmm. The question is, where do you want to be in 2035, 2045, and 2055? And this plan, this outlook, will help us get there? It's going to shape us. Mm -hmm. It's going to shape us, and it allows us to put dollars to areas that we need to move forward into hmm. Okay. because our budget process will be aligned with our strategic plan. And then you think about the strategic plan, you have one Fairfax. That was a policy initiated by the Board of Supervisors in September, sorry, I believe in fall of 2016 or 2017. Mm -hmm. The strategic plan is tying in those policy elements that the board wants us to move forward with racial and social equity. So we cannot do one Fairfax without something helping one Fairfax become a part of our thought process, our ethos. Mm -hmm. If we just have everything out there and we don't tie it all together, it's right. not going to work. Right. Fairfaxcounty.gov slash strategic plan, I believe, is the website where there's lots of information. I think uh, if you're interested, you can even go to that website, and I believe you can get email updates uh, yes. about the process. So fairfaxcounty.gov slash strategic plan. Earlier, you mentioned uh, priority areas. I think there's there's nine of them, uh, ranging from economic opportunity, health and environment, mobility, transportation, safety, security. A lot of these um, areas that that have been determined and have kind of been found out, if you will, through through the process so far. Mm -hmm. Talk to me a little bit about these priority areas. How it was. How, how these came to be, and then kind of what, what does that mean, these priority areas? Well, what, what we're looking at is we're looking to get operational capital initiatives under these, each of these areas. So okay. you do have a budget and you do have a concept. Okay. So we've asked 
staff to have challenge questions associated with these priority areas to get our minds thinking, all right, if the if it's cultural and recreational opportunities, mm-hmm. just for st- we need more baseball fields or we need more athletic turf fields. Or okay. How are we going to go about doing that? Right. And where? Okay. And if it is tied to population growth, mm-hmm. then I have codes and planning and zoning involved with where we decide these things should go. So it's basically a challenge statement, who's involved, and then how do we get there? Okay. As opposed to, we need it, let's put it here. Right, right, right. And I'm not saying that's not a bad idea, Right. but sometimes when you have a densely populated county like we have, we should be able to point and click on where things should go based upon the density patterns Mm -hmm. that are going on throughout our county. And that's what we're trying to do is really put things in places that benefit us better. Mm-hmm. Just that 30-second explanation, it's like, well, yeah, why wouldn't you do that? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that, <laughs> that's a great explanation to the strategic plan right there in a nutshell because yeah. I think we've talked about this before. You know, a lot of people, myself included, think, you know, strategic plan, my eyes start glossing over and I'm like, oh, whatever. But it makes sense. And when we have developers and their proffers and they can see what we're thinking about, that can align themselves with how they go forward with their development processes, it kind of lines up pretty well because everybody's on the same sheet of music. Mm-hmm. We're talking with Fairfax County Executive Brian Hill, and I want to get you, if you don't mind, we mentioned the nine areas. Can you kind of quickly highlight those those nine priority areas, and then uh, we'll touch on kind of where we're, we're going from here September through through January and further of, of 2020. But Now, when you say highlight, Explain to me what you would like me to mean when you when you say well, highlight. Well, at least tell me what the nine are, and if okay, you ha- if I can you, do that. If you have you know a little bit of an idea, you know what we're. I have a lot of an idea. Okay. But I, I, I want to know how high you want me to go versus the light. Well, we got thirteen minutes left. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, coach, cu- cultural and recreational opportunities. Obviously, I'm trying to tie in the Park Authority, NCS, okay, and all of our social services because. Cultural and recreational opportunities that really hit all 1.2 million people. That's huge, yeah. Yeah, it's a huge thing. Economic opportunity. Working with the EDA. Mm -hmm. They have new leadership over there. Economic Development Authority. Economic Development Authority. Um, Victor Hoskins is now the economic, well, EDA Economic Authority, yes. Victor Hoskins is now the... Uh, executive director that took over for Jerry Gordon, mm-hmm. Dr. Jerry Gordon. Mm-hmm. So what we're trying to do is find out what economic opportunities we have in the county along with the EDA. We're starting a new division called Economic Initiatives that will tie into the EDA as well as planning and zoning, as well as small business to see how we can retain, attract, and grow. Wow! So that's Economic opportunity, education and lifelong learning tie in with the schools. Mm -hmm. The schools are our – every community that is a great community, that is a growing community, that is a community that allows people to move up has great schools. Mm -hmm. So we have education from zero almost to to death, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's lifelong. Educational process. Okay. So, Nova, George Mason, they're a part of this, as well as OSHA Lifelong Learning, 
as well as the school district. What can we do to provide you all with a place that you can continue to educate oneself and move the needle forward? Because we do want to be the most educated county wow. in the Fairfax in, in in the region. Mm-hmm. Fairfax County wants to be the most educated. We are there. How do we maintain? Mm. And what do we need to put in place to continue us to be there? Right. Wow. Effective and efficient government. <laughs> well, I mean, I, you could stop there, really. I mean, government should be. I, I think so. I think so. And just because we did it one way 30 years ago does not necess- necessarily mean we need to continue doing it the same way. If, it's fict- if it still works, mm-hmm. obviously keep doing it. Mm-hmm. But time changes. And I, I give the example all the time. When I was 30 years old, I could still dunk a basketball. Today, I play three-point line to three-point line because I can't go up that high anymore. And one, it's too taxing for me to get down there, right? I mean, seriously. Get your little mini trampoline or something. Yeah, so I have to be effective and efficient when I play basketball, which is not so often anymore. This job does not allow me to play as much as I want. So how do I change and make sure that I'm still efficient and effective on a day-to-day basis? So I run Mm -hmm. or walk. Or, or crawl. <laughs> Health and the environment. Uh, Dr. Gloria has done a great job with how we have portrayed our, our, our health offices throughout the county. And now we have an environmental campaign going forward. Many of our board members have spearheaded the process to move us forward with energy and environment on our thought process. Mm-hmm. We're looking at solar. Mm-hmm. We're looking at electric. We're looking at green. But we're trying to do it here home first. Right. Well, and Dr. Gloria, Dr. Gloria Ada Ayinsu, director of the health department. I've been here two years. I am not pronouncing her last <laughs> name, okay? And then uh, environment. The the county just, uh, I believe, created a new environmental office, if you will? Yes, we did. And we are moving forward with that office. Uh, they are stood up already. Um, July 1 was the start, and here we are in September, mm-hmm. and we're moving forward. Okay. All right. So let's round out the nine areas we're talking about here. Yeah. You, housing and neighborhood livability. You know, I'm looking at affordable housing, mm-hmm. using our economic opportunity zones to ensure that we can do that. Okay. Then you have uh, mobility and transportation. You know, mm-hmm. guess what? We got a lot of cars. Yeah, we do. But do we need a lot of cars to move people around? So we're looking at autonomous vehicles. Mm-hmm. I mean, just to give you a flavor of what we're trying to do there. Wow. Safety and security. Fairfax County is one of the safest counties in the Commonwealth, let alone in the country. Mm. People don't realize that. Yeah. You know, we you hear about things happening around us, but you don't hear many things happening inside of us. All right. So we're going to keep it that way. We're yeah. going to we, we get we have to keep it that way. And self-sufficiency for people with vulnerabilities. Health and human services. 22% 22% of our budget is provided us by the state for health and human services when we provide mm-hmm. The, the yes, so 78% is on us. We mm-hmm. only need to provide services to that level that the state states. Huh. This Board of Supervisors is like, no, we're going to provide to the level that we believe is accurate. So we add another 78% wow. to the state to help us with what we're doing here. So we are trying to be that friendly, open government that provides services for all. We right. have to think about the universe of Fairfax County as opposed to one district over another. Mm-hmm. And that's what this plan is hopefully going to help us get right. to. Okay. 
So again, uh, fairfaxcounty.gov slash strategic plan. You can find the dates for these six community meetings. You can also register. Uh, I'm not sure if you have to register, but uh, it might help with, you know, knowing attendance and how many right. people are coming, that kind of thing. So fairfaxcounty.gov slash strategic plan. Before we uh, kind of finish up the last few minutes, any final thought about strategic plan before we before we move away from it? Well, I got to give Dan Stork a, uh, his props. He told me that he wanted this done in six months, and we couldn't quite figure out how to do it in six months but we are getting to the down to the end of the wire it's been about 14 months that we've worked on this by the time we get to january i want to thank him for pushing us forward as well as the rest of the board for allowing us to move forward the strategic plan has galvanized many staff members didn't really think about other things so planning and zoning may not have thought about the security or the livability. They were just thinking about planning and zoning. Mm -hmm. So the cross-section of when we do something now, people are starting to think, who else does it impact? Mm. And how do we talk to them about, if we do this, what happens? Gotcha. And then, if we're able to continue to do that, less opportunity for us to go back and say, we we didn't think about something, we need to revise it, Mm. which goes to another process, which continues to (laughs) make it... uh, so what we're t- really trying to do is get it right the first time. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, just quick timeline. Uh, September is the month of community engagement, if you will. Through November, uh, further developing solutions, strategies, looking at metrics. Uh, the uh, draft strategic plan is going to be really defined in November, December, maybe slowing down a little bit because, as you said, January, uh, that's the tentative plan right now is to present that uh, strategic plan to the Board of Supervisors. That that may or may not change with, as you mentioned, about half of the board going to be new. So, right. So anyway. But November, after November 5th, that's when we go full speed ahead, yeah. getting, um, being able to speak with the new board members as well as our current board members mm-hmm. and say, this is where we are. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want us to change. Right. And once we get that information, then we can see if we can put it in this year's budget process, which would be for fiscal 21. Mm-hmm. If not, it will be more aligned with fiscal 22. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another great segue. You just set me up here perfectly. Just kind of tee it up. Budget. Quickly. You know, we're in, we're in the summertime, you know, entering fall. Why do we need to think about budget? But as we've learned from you on previous podcasts, staff is constantly looking at the budget, looking at projections, looking at numbers. What do we need to know about now about the budget planning process that will actually, I think you present your proposed budget in like February or something or new chain, you know, <laughs> kind of, what do we need to know now? You know, you just made me sad. I just realized. <laughs> and you were so happy coming in. <laughs> I was very happy coming in. You just made me think that four and a half months from now, we're going to be doing the budget process, and I'll be in front of the Board of Supervisors yeah. talking about uh, how we put everything in place with the priorities set by the last board, but we do have priorities set uh, mm-hmm. going into fiscal 21 and how much things we will need to add or change, pull back. You just made me depressed. I'm sorry. No, you're not. You're smiling. <laughs> <laughs> i got to get you to talk about it, so I'm sorry. But, yeah, it is. it's something that – you guys work on every day almost. You, you know? know, the budget changes. The minute July 1st hits, July yeah. 2nd, you got a different budget. And the July 1st is the beginning of the county's fiscal, fiscal year. Yeah. Because we're not on the calendar year. One home sale changes your budget. Wow. And we have a lot of home sales in Fairfax <laughs> County. Right. Because the valuations change. Right. DTA does a great job. Jay Doshi um, is always on point with trying to make sure that we know what the property values are because that's predicated. 65% of our budget is property. Mm. Point okay. blank. Okay. So that 
you know, then we have sales tax that comes in and uh, uh, hotel accommodations mm-hmm. tax comes in. But for the most part, 65% of the property wow. value is, well, 65% of our budget is property. Tied to the bone. Okay. Yeah. And you mentioned Jay. He's the director of the Department of Tax Administration. Yes. Sometimes we hear it as DTA. So just want to give a reference there. What should residents really know about the budget right now? We, you know, there's a lot of big news federally, nationally, you know, tariffs and this kind of thing, and people have a tendency to be scared. Is there any projections we know about now that are, we're looking good, we're looking bad, we're looking medium? We're we're looking pretty good from what we projected. But, you know, I want to go back to the government shutdown. Mm. We had thought that we would see more claims coming in due to the fact that we were closed, the the U.S. government was Mm -hmm. closed for about a month. Mm Mm-hmm. We did not see any changes in our variations or valuations, which was surprising to me. But I'm not sure that's going to – if that ever happens again, because it is looming out there again Mm -hmm. that this might happen a second time. Mm -hmm. I do get concerned with that Mm -hmm. because I don't know if people have the the ability to withstand a second month or a third month Mm -hmm. of something like that. And for us, um, we are are really – uh, on the hook for sales taxes mm-hmm. and being able to pay your personal property tax. Right. Um, that's what that's how we generate our our revenue to provide the citizens all the things that we do here mm-hmm. in Fairfax County. Mm-hmm. Any blips to that? Obviously, we have a master technician, a chief financial officer, Joe Monduro, who is always on when it comes to changes in the valuation. We just had our um, meeting uh, probably about three weeks ago with the entire budget staff and the deputy the deputy county executives going through each and every revenue projection that uh-huh. possibly we can see, and we do that quarterly. So we're on top of it. Uh, we have investment portfolio reports that are sent to me directly by Joe Gilbert and staff. So we're always looking to see if the trend is still going up or mm-hmm. is coming down, and if it's coming down, what's going on? If it's going up, what changes are making happen mm-hmm. versus our projection? It's a daily thing. Yeah. We mentioned very early on, and I think you said October, you'll be going to this NACO meeting with other uh, ca- uh, county executives or leaders from million-plus populations. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of them have the, the challenge or opportunity that Fairfax County does because of our proximity to the nation's capital federal government. National news is our local news. So... Yeah, um, between uh, Fairfax and Montgomery County, we do have national and local news as one and the same. Um, But, you know, big counties in California, they tend to have national news as well. The big populous places typically have national news. There's a couple of the the, uh, county administrators, executives in the room that don't really see the national news, but basically because of their geography and where they're located and what's going on there. But for the most part, the East and the West Coast, mm-hmm. we, we tend to be national yeah, news. Right. And federal, federally government-driven a lot, lot for us. Yeah. Last couple of minutes, I do want to give you the opportunity. I know a lot of county employees actually are listening to your podcast now. Uh, any messages for county employees? I know you've got uh, the county exec trek, I think, coming up this month. You've got brown bag uh, lunches still going on with uh, with county employees where you have a chance to sit down with a very small group of county employees, kind of a almost a one-on-one environment kind of to break bread and kind of talk with them. 
Final thoughts, uh, your, your message or thought to, to county employees. Well, I want to say thank you for, for embracing me and letting me um, coming into the world of Fairfax County. Um, when I'm walking around the buildings, because there are more than one building, right. um, we, we, we tend to be able to talk to them. Um, and, and, and it's great just being able to sit and chat or stand and chat or walk and chat. Um, there's a lot of buzz about how we're moving our county forward. The Board of Supervisors should be happy with the fact that their team wants the board to do well. Mm-hmm. And that is a key of good government and great leadership by Sharon Bulova and the remainder of the Board of Supervisors. So we are very happy where we are. The question is, how do we move us forward? Mm-hmm. Because staying stagnant does not allow for you to be better. Mm-hmm. It just you just stay where you are. Right. So the board has been very, very, very good with allowing us to be a little bit bolder in our thought process. By the way, we do nothing without their approval. Mm-hmm. So I want everybody to make sure everybody understands that. Right. Um, our board is very hands-on, um, and they do a great job in steering and directing and telling, and, 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 and that's good. But they're a very engaged board, and this is why you can see Fairfax County is a very good place to live, work, and play. Mm-hmm. Last minute. Uh, anything I haven't asked you, anything you want to make sure we talked about, uh, just give it over to you for the final word. Sure. I just want to make sure that I'm going to see you at Brewfest on September 14th. I'll see if I can put it on workhouse, the Workhouse <laughs> is having a Brewfest. Um, you, again, had me, you had me at brew. I will. <laughs> Um, Dan Stork and, and Eva Spies down at the Workhouse Arts. We're going to do the brew fest on September 14th. I believe it starts at 10 and then and, and ends at 8. Um, but, you know, we need to figure that one out. Um, that's an annual event down at the Workhouse, doing great things down there. We have open enrollment starting in October for health insurance. Mm-hmm. I want everybody to understand that, as well as the brown bag lunches. I want to say thank you to all of the staff that sign up even some staff that try to get in there two or three times we have to say no (laughs) okay um, but we're going to do some um, some more online as well we're going to have the opportunity for more employees to get online dialogue with us Mm. so we can see where they're thinking because i'm I'm only holding brown bag lunches for eight to ten people right so we have fifteen thousand employees you're going to be lunching for a long time yeah but the problem (laughs) is i never get to eat when i'm in there (laughs) right right you know i i just I had Rick Garrett there um, um, from DFS in Annandale, and he said he sent me an email the other day. He said, you know, it was really nice to sit down and chat with you, but you call these brown back lunches and no one ate. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked straight for an hour. Right. And I, I also, in closing, I want to give my condolences um, to the Walker family, uh, firefighter who was lost at sea, uh, Station 5, um, and also to the McClenney family who are down in the Jacksonville area. Uh, we obviously, that was national news. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still hope, having hope. Uh, I spoke to a firefighter at Station 5. He's from Brazil. He said, Mr. Hill, I was at sea for 28 days. Wow. And I'm here talking to you today. So you never give up hope. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to pray. We're going to give hope where hope is due. We need to ensure that we continue to search so we can put some closure on this situation, mm-hmm. whether albeit good or bad, that's what we're going to do. I want to say thank you to the IAFF for being down there, Ron Cooley, 
Uh, John Butler was down in Florida as well. They gave a press conference. That is teamwork. Mm -hmm. This is how Fairfax County operates. We work as a unit. And I love the fact that I can say that we work as a unit, but we also have to put our hearts out for all that need us. And this is why health and human services throughout the county is so needed. This is why One Fairfax is so needed. This is why the strategic plan is so needed. This is why we have a great board of supervisors. All right. Fairfax County Executive Brian Hill with us on the September edition of Connect with County Leaders. Thanks to him for being with us. Thanks to you for listening. And that's going to wrap it up for this edition. This has been the Connect with County Leaders podcast. To listen to other great Fairfax County podcasts, visit fairfaxcounty.gov podcasts. And for additional audio content, tune into Fairfax County Government Radio at fairfaxcounty.gov radio. For more Fairfax County news and event information, visit News Center online at fairfaxcounty.gov news. You also may call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329, weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Or email publicaffairs at fairfaxcounty.gov. The Connect with County Leaders podcast is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.